So I hope this really blesses you. My time so far at New Philly has been one of both incredible moments, but also a transformational journey with God that I'm still on. One of the usual questions that I guess everyone is asked is, why did you come to Korea? I'm not often sure how honest people want me to be with them, but I usually tell them anyway. (laughs) The truth is that I was running away. While I lived in England, I volunteered as a youth worker in a deprived area. I made a five-year commitment to the area and the local church that I was sent to. But I soon discovered that while I loved living there and I loved the young people that I was meeting, I really struggled at the church I was part of. I disagreed with the leadership on several issues, including the role of women in the church. I also felt like the gifts of the Holy Spirit weren't really encouraged. And I began to feel resentful, unheard, and underappreciated. A year and a half in, and I was desperate to escape. I came to Korea believing my issues with the church was the fault of the church and the leadership. And in the back of my mind, I kind of thought that I would come to Korea and start my own church. (laughs) True story. (coughs) That didn't work out so well, (coughs) as it became pretty obvious that a church of one is not really a church. I attended a few different uh, English ministries, but I never settled anywhere. After several months, I realized that having a church I didn't like very much was actually better than not having a church at all. So as a temporary solution, I started attending a Korean church that a couple of friends went to. Not that I can speak any Korean. (laughs) And my plan was to leave Korea after my contract finished. Meanwhile, I found a church online that I liked the look of in Cambodia. And so I planned to save up some money and become a missionary there for a year. I realize that sounds ridiculous now, (laughs) but I was totally serious about it at the time. I sent in all my applications and was accepted. About a week later, some friends who I hardly ever hung out with invited me out to fully book to hang out and play games. Out of nowhere, it seemed, Pastor Mina came over and invited herself into our game. (laughs) It did seem a little odd, but I didn't think too much of it. Then Pastor Caleb came over, and I realized I recognized him. About a week earlier, I'd seen him do stand-up comedy, which I remembered because he joked about killing a man. And, (laughs) And I wasn't totally sure if he was joking or not. (laughs) to clarify he was joking (laughs) it turns out that they were doing outreach and most of the church plant team was there that night though I was oblivious to that at the time I became Facebook friends with Pastor Mina and she invited me over to dinner as I spoke to more people at the dinner I started to realize that it was a bit strange that so many of them had just moved down from Seoul at the same time (laughs) and eventually it twigged that they were planting a church I started attending New Philly, and although I loved it, I didn't want to get too attached because I knew I would be leaving in a few months. It all seemed like really bad timing. One evening, Pastor Mina and Pastor Caleb invited me over for dinner. They asked me about Cambodia and if I thought I was making the right decision. They spoke with such love and wisdom, but I didn't want to let myself go there. I said I'd pray about it. I sat on the subway ride home reading my Bible, desperate for a verse that said, and thou shalt move to Cambodia and live happily ever after. 
when Julie, who I didn't know at the time, she's not here at the moment, but uh, she usually comes, came and she tapped me on the shoulder and asked if I was reading the Bible. She then asked me whether I go to church in Korea, and she explained how she'd been in Korea for a while, but struggled to find a church. I found myself telling her how incredible my church is, while internally trying to talk myself into leaving. It seemed unhelpful timing at best. The very next day, I was at a staff dinner at school when the admin guy, who speaks a bit of English, came and sat next to me and started saying how much the school wanted me to stay. After attempting to change the conversation, conversation, his persistence won out, and I admitted I was considering it. Completely out of left field, he said he'd pray for me. It never crossed my mind that he was the praying sort of guy. It turns out he'd been a Christian throughout his childhood and teenage years and had become really disillusioned by the church. For the second day in a row, I found myself in this conversation where I'm describing how awesome the church can be and how great the one I'm part of is. So the next day, I Skyped my mum, expecting her to tell me to get a grip and remind me that it was more than a bit last minute for a change of plan. Instead... She opened with, I didn't want to tell you this, but (laughs) apparently she thought that when I left for Korea, that something would happen that would make it difficult for me to leave. When I came across New Philly, she assumed that was it. But as I'd already made plans to go to Cambodia, she figured it wouldn't be that helpful to tell me. I finally let myself think about staying and discovered that I was relieved, and the idea really excited me. The only not-so-small problem was my complicated situation. It was far too late to renew my contract at my school, and even if it wasn't, I'd already booked a one-way ticket home during the middle of the school's English summer camp in order to attend part of my brother's wedding. I went to school to ask if I could renew my contract and to break the news to them about needing to take time off work in the middle of the summer camp. But they showed me incredible favor. The education board repeatedly said no to me resigning, but my school and the principal were really persistent. And eventually, the education board allowed me to renew my contract. I also found out that the camp was canceled because of construction, which meant I could attend the wedding. Another cool part of the story is The night before I found out that I could stay, I got an email from my airline saying that my flight was cancelled because of strikes and that I could have a full refund. The original flight itinerary would only allow for me to attend one part of the wedding. So this was great news. And if the school was okay with me taking my holiday earlier during my old contract, I would be able to purchase a new ticket and attend both parts of the wedding both parts of the wedding? And their answer was yes. I've experienced much more clarity, direction, favor, and and order under shepherding and wisdom of the leaders of New Philly. Being at New Philly has has also been so healing and redemptive. My small group leader, Pastor Lydia, has helped me walk through forgiveness and healing from a lot of the hurts of the past, both from church and older leaders. While I was back in England for my brother's wedding, I had a chance to meet up with my old pastor 
and apologized to him for not honoring him. We had some great conversations and I realized, even though we don't agree about everything, he loved me and he still loves me. We had a chance to pray for each other and we're both left feeling really blessed. I've also realized what power there is in submitting to your leaders, which you would never have heard me say a couple of years ago. One particular example of this was the night I was supposed to meet with Kelly and some of the college girls for church, um, from church for dinner. That afternoon at school, I started to feel really ill, which is unusual for me. I texted Pastor Lydia and Julie to ask them to pray for me. Pastor Lydia's response was that she would pray, but that she wanted me to pray, and that I shouldn't come into agreement with the sickness. I wasn't sure how to do that, but I submitted and kept trying to tell myself that this illness wasn't for me. But I was feeling worse and worse. I decided I'd go to sleep for a bit after school, and hopefully I'd be better when I woke up. I woke up feeling terrible. And I rang Kelly, um, who was already on her way, to tell her I wasn't sure if I could make it, but that I didn't want to, um, I didn't know what to do because Pastor Lydia said I wasn't supposed to come into agreement with it. Kelly prayed for me over the phone, and we agreed I would give it a few minutes and get back to her with my answer. When I got off the phone, I felt even worse and spent the next few minutes bent over the toilet throwing up. I wrote out a message saying I couldn't come, but with Pastor Lydia at the back of my mind, I deleted it and sent Kelly a message saying I was on my way. By the time I got to the elevator, I no longer felt sick, though I still had a headache. But by the time the girls arrived at dinner, I was completely healed and ate all of my spaghetti bolognese with no nasty repercussions. <laughs> As I said at the beginning, my time so far has been filled with some incredible moments, but it's also been a journey. And so I guess this testimony isn't a neatly finished story, but a continuing one that I'm excited about being part of. I remember thinking that 2012 was the best year of my life. And part of that thought was that it couldn't get any better. And I was okay with that. But I remember clearly God's gentle rebuke as he told me he only increases. And so this time next year, I expect I'll have many more stories of God's goodness, faithfulness, and transformational power, both in my life and the lives of those around me.